This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back. I'm so excited. Uh, welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I am Allie Levine, and I am so, so excited for today's guest. I'm actually a little giddy about having this woman today. I've been following her and just loving everything she's doing and sharing. I have the fabulous Trisha Huffman, who is also known as your joyologist. Most people I think actually, aka would know her as joyologist. She urges you to claim your joy and own your every single day via her empowering social media presence, her claim it podcast, YouTube series, affirmation-based product line, daily inspiration app, and literally just everything this woman does. She's a rock and roll roadie at heart and my first career who specializes on working with those in the public eye to keep them in integrity with who they want to be in the world and for themselves. Trisha, welcome to Everything with Ali Levine. Thanks for having me. Hi. I love that Hi. you're getting to talk to me. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. Like, I'm seriously, I have so many burning questions. I'm really giddy to have you here today because I just love that it's like, even in your signature of your email, it's like, you are awesome. Own it. Like, what a beautiful <laughs> message. And I just love your affirmations and everything you do. Before we dive in, why don't you tell my listeners, for those that don't know you, like, how did you, you know, how did you get here? And like, why is it so important for you to not only for yourself, but for others to like claim that joy? How did I get here? <laughs> uh, there's a couple like key things. One, I had a major, like, I don't even know, breakdown, breakthrough when I was 15, where I almost took my own life. Uh, and I chose instead, I got really, really close to it. And I really got real with myself. And I was like, if you spend so much time thinking about this, and if you're so unhappy, you know, like, so either do it, or what if you tried, you know, life a different way? Like, so I basically decided to stop, try, well, try, try to stop caring so much about what other people thought, or trying to stop pretending that I knew what other people thought, you know, like, as adults, we still get stuck in this, but I saw from a young age just how often we are so concerned about what we should be doing, saying, liking, wearing, looking like, and that, like, I was, we were constant, I, we as a society often, and back then, I really just saw that, like, I was making what I thought everybody else wanted and liked and thought about me be more important than what I thought about me. And so I decided to stop that and to really come to what do I want? What do I believe? What do, what do, you know, what do I think about myself? So it started back then and I did, I lived, you know, I lived out my dream life and I became a sound engineer touring the world with artists, you know, icons that had everything. I've literally like had it all, had thousands of people cheering for them, you know, around the world singing their songs. They wrote their own songs. They could afford to fly in a 
private jet to an island. They would buy the same shoes over and over again and not realize it. They even had great personal relationships and family members and supportive people. So like really from the outside looking in, they had it all. But yet I saw up close that these people still had doubts and fears and still felt like they weren't enough. They still were constantly, you know, worried about what everybody else thought. So, so that was, you know, the second thing. And then my father passed away suddenly, like an accident. And that really like shook me up of the real life of like, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You really don't know. You don't know what's going to happen today. And just seeing like so many people that are walking through life miserable and unhappy and shitty things happen in life. I mean, right now we're living in a really intense time. So I'm not saying like, you know, just choose joy at all times and ignore that bad things happen. (laughs) But also just like, what can you do in your daily life to claim your joy, to do what you're, again, coming back to like, what are you doing? that like, are you making choices? Are you living in a life? Are you complaining about things that you could make a change over that you could get out of a relationship that that friend drives you crazy? Well, then why do you keep talking to them? Why do you keep hanging out with them? Like, you know, or maybe say something. So that wake up call when my dad died would made me, made me feel like I've done so much for myself to protect my own mental health and my physical health. Um, cause I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia when I was a teenager also, which was led to a lot of that, um, depression and stuff anyway. Um, but I thought I had done so, so good at taking care of me. And when my father passed away, it made me feel like I needed to shake up people in the world to enjoy their lives, to live their lives for themselves and to claim their joy, to claim their worth, claim their enoughness every single day, no matter what happened or did not happen that day. Wow. So summing it up, summarizing it up for you as to how I got here. <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. You know, I, I listening to that, you know, it's so powerful to hear you say, you know, first off, thank you for being so real about, you know, the fact that you came to a place of actually wanting to take your own life, because I think that a lot more people get to that place, um, but don't actually, you know, want to, like you said, come to terms with it or believe it as could be true or shame themselves for it. And it's like, you know, life can be hard. And especially when we're young, I mean, I know high school was very hard for me and I definitely had a moment like that, um, that you describe as well and, and very much considered it too. And, you know, it's, it's something that I think a lot of times that instead of, like you said, like looking at that and then saying like, I can get real about this and like essentially not fix it, but like work towards the right things to do to make this no longer my reality, or I can, you know, make a hard, very scary decision. And I think that, you know, a lot of times when people are in those moments, very sadly, because I have lost quite a few friends to it and close um, family friends to it. And I think a lot of times in that moment, they just see this like, you know, black box and this really tight corners. And, you know, I know that's what I was seeing when I was thinking about it and just didn't think about anything else. And so when you say for you, when you were seeing that, what do you think made you snap into, okay, how do I maybe make my life different? So I don't want to, so I don't feel this way and I don't want to do this. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was a long time ago, but I, I just, again, it was this something and I, and I, I mean, I had like a mental break that day when it was like making this choice. Um, and it just, something inside of me was like, again, like you got to give this another chance of like, this is your life, your life. So 
sort of by ending it, it was like, I wasn't even giving my life, myself a chance because I had been like, I was living in, I was upset. I didn't feel like anybody cared about me, loved me. And I had friends and I was popular and, you know, I did have loving parents, but nobody was showing up for me in the way that I wanted them to show up for, which is still something I can struggle with to this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, and so just feeling so isolated and alone, but again, realizing, but I, I'm still here. So why not? try life a different way and it wasn't like that made everything easier i still had you know people judging me and still do and feel doubts and fears and all of those things but again it was like just choosing to live my life like claiming my own life for myself yeah it's such a, such a good without message. knowing what the fuck that was going to look like excuse me no i mean <laughs> No, but I, I appreciate that you said that because it's true. Like we don't know any, you know, none of us know what our life obviously is going to look like, what everything's the end. Like you said, like 2020 clearly showed us all that, like, Hey, you really have no control and you don't know what things are going to be. And so, you know, I mean, I think that's such a powerful message, especially in this time to say like, you know, you claimed it and you were like, okay, I'm, I'm going to claim my own life and, and, and work on this and do what I need to do. And so fast forward to obviously now you being known as the joyologist and, you know, your claim it podcast and all the projects that you do and the affirmations, like, what is that like for you now, Trisha, looking at, you know, where you were and where you are now and what you're sharing and not only just for yourself, but how you're helping so many people claim theirs as well. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing but it's also still, again, like I'm still like a human that struggles with, like I said, I still can be stuck in, it doesn't seem like anybody cares about me. I'll have moments of like that and not in a very much like, oh, and having to get real with myself again of like, well, what are you, you're living into some story right now about this because of that, like you haven't even told anybody you're having a hard time and like, you know, like whatever it is, like, you know, just realizing that, and that's a big part of what I'm, what I share is like, there's never going to get to a place where you have it all figured out and you're never going to have like an internal struggle or like, you know, again, and like the message of claim it is like that you're going to have to claim it for yourself every day, sometimes every moment of the day, because like, that's how our brains unfortunately are wired. So the fact that like, I can share my words and what I'm feeling, whether it's through a podcast, a product, a social media post. And like, for me, when I get one reply or one comment, one DM of like, thank you so much. I really needed to hear that. Like that makes my day, my life, like makes me remind myself that what I'm doing matters and make a difference, regardless of how much money I have in my bank account right now or whatever. It's just like that realization, realization of that we can like, brighten up somebody's day, like make them shift differently, make them feel seen, make them feel heard. And I'm saying we, like I get to do that, but whether you have, you know, whether you've dedicated your life to empowering people to claim their life, you know, it's just like that. We all have that power for other people to just sharing a spot, a smile, a compliment, whatever. And like, so like those like little doses every day of getting, you know, one person saying that, like it does a lot for me to keep going and to keep showing up, even when I can have moments of what is this life? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, I mean, I I love that because it's true. Like, you know, even something as simple as, you know, a smile or someone DMs you and says something like, even for me on social and it's like, oh, thank you for, you know, writing this and being inspiring. It's like, 
it does. It makes you go back to yourself and say, wow, like look at the, just that little thing made such an impact. We all did more of that. Like maybe then, you know, we would be in a different place. And so, you know, it's, it's really um, such a great message when you also say that you claim it and you have to show up and sometimes more than just once a day or sometimes more than, you know, you'd like to, and it's a lot of moments, but you're very real with yourself to say, you know what, today's one of those days where I have to keep claiming it. I think that's another really good message because especially in this time, you know, we're at least, especially a lot of us, you know, here in Los Angeles at, at home for a long time and are navigating things and in our homes way more than we expected to be and all these things. And I think that, you know, it's very easy, of course, to fall into this like spiral of like, oh, I'll just, you know, whatever, I'll just roll with things. But I think it's really important to really be honest with yourself and say like, how can I continue to claim my life even in these situations? And so for you, like, you know, what advice, you know, being someone that is really empowering about this and very vocal about all this, like, what would you say to those that are listening that are like having a hard time and are trying to figure out, you know, how to claim their own lives and situations and, and really tap into that joy? What would be some, you know, quick tips or, you know, I hate the word tips, but, you know, just some gems that you could share with us that others could feel like, oh, maybe I could try to put that into practice. Yeah. And also with, you know, I, I also feel the responsibility or the necessity to, again, like not feel like you always have to be feeling empowered and you always have to feel positive and you always have to like, you know, like also claiming it might be right now you're claiming like that you deserve rest, that you, that you like, you know, that you are, you claim that you have feelings and that's okay. You know, so it's, so it's like this making sure I'm always like wanting to empower people, but also like that people are listening to themselves and giving themselves space because I think as humans, but also then even if you're like someone who, okay, I want to be, you know, growing, evolving, studying personal development, whatever that, like it can, we're so hard on ourselves basically as humans and wherever you are in the path of like seeking your joy or empowering yourself and all of that to be more compassionate to yourself. We're so hard on ourselves and feel like even, oh my gosh, I got sad. I got angry. I got upset. I messed up. Like, no, to pay attention to your feelings and to like, whatever it is, a doubt, a fear, a worry coming up, the stress. So instead of trying to like, just like cover it up, like, let me put a blanket over this and I'm just going to like, you know, go find something joyful to do is more like, oh, okay. I hear you. I hear you worry. I hear you stress. I hear you doubt. I hear you fear. Like allow yourself to hear those and then to assess them. To allow yourself to question your thoughts, to question your feelings, but to give them actual space. And, and you know, and sometimes you might want to just like get under a blanket for the rest of the day and that's okay. And sometimes it might be like, why am I believing this? Do I really believe this? Or like, yeah, that is a real worry, but is it happening? So biggest advice is to like, to actually allow yourself to think the things, you know, like to name them what you're feeling and thinking and then to question them like to give them space and then ask yourself what do I want to believe right oh my god I ended up taking you through like a process that I created without un un intentionally doing that but so really then that makes me think so yeah and 
something that you can do, and this is when you catch yourself in a doubt, fear, stress, worry, or if you're just like, I, you can just out of nowhere, just ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? You know, even if you're not catching yourself in those moments. So name it and then ask yourself, is this what I want to believe? What do I want to believe? And then you can turn that into a now tense statement. So then you're creating your own affirmations. Mm, okay. So like an example is like, I'm stressed about, you know, money right now. Like I really don't know I'm, if, you know, how I'm going to pay the bills. So that is a real, like, <laughs> you can't like, okay, let me sit down and manifest some money. Yes, you can. But also maybe you can't, um, like maybe you're like, have a set income or whatever, these things. And so like, that's too, like, what do I want to believe? I want to believe that even though I'm stressed about money, I'm still taken care of. Even though I'm stressed about money, I'm so grateful for what I have. Even though I'm stressed about money this month, I believe everything will still be okay. So it's also like allowing space for the, like, even though, like, but allow yourself to like face that fear. Yes. No, I think that's such a, you know, like such a great way to walk us through it because it's true. Like, and I, I love that you really put like this realness to the affirmations. Cause like, let, let's, let's be real. Like you can read a million affirmations and say like, oh, I have this and I have that. And I'm reminding myself of this and affirmations are incredible. I mean, for me, I feel like they've been life-changing along with meditation in the last few years of my life. But I think that like what you're saying to that degree, especially right now in the times we're in, of really claiming like what it actually looks like and then still doing the work and, and wanting to continue to put yourself in a positive space, but be real about where you are versus kind of just like fluffing it and saying like, well, these are all the things I'm saying out loud because they're making me feel good. But I'm like, it did, you know, not acknowledging that like I'm actually stressing out right now. Yeah. Or you can like pick an affirmation that sounds great, but a part of yourself is like not there, or, you know, like I am or like whatever, like I am manifesting all the money I need. But if you're like, how the fuck am I going to make money while you're saying it, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you might just like need to adjust your affirmations to like, like, you know, like really, or just give yourself space. Right. Yes. I can believing like I'm not enough. Okay. I want to believe that I, you know, I am worthy of love. I want to believe I am enough regardless of my size. So, uh, you know, it's whatever it is, it's, but it's actually having to name and pay attention to the thoughts that you really don't wish you don't, weren't having, but like seeing them, naming them, and then asking yourself, what do I want to believe? Right. Yes. So, uh, so true. So, you know, with the affirmations that you create and what you do, like, I guess my question would be for our audience and for myself of like, how do you kind of decide what affirmations align for you? Or how do you decide that you're being truly truthful and claiming like, you know, what you're essentially wanting to affirm? Well, how do I feel like I'm being truthful? I mean, yeah, that is, it's like, you have to be real with yourself. And being real with the thoughts that are existing for you in your own mind and then like, and putting it out there. And so um, that's something that takes time. So I've, you know, I've been doing this for years and writing affirmations for years and creating them and paying attention to my thoughts for years. And um, it takes time. And it also can be scary 
to face the real thoughts you're having. It's easier to just comb over them and only want to think positive things. But if the things that are weighing you down are in you at all, they are weighing you down, even if you're like thinking you're not giving them attention. So, I mean, the biggest thing is to be real with yourself. But again, being compassionate with yourself instead of beating yourself up. Like, I can't believe that that's a thought I have. I can't believe I've worked through this so many times, you know, like we can be so hard on ourselves and we just pile emotions on top of emotions instead of like being kind with ourselves. Oh man, is that really what I'm thinking? Huh, that sucks. Like, you know, like it's everybody's, you know, you hear it over and over, like talk to yourself, like you talk to your, you know, best friend, your most beloved loved one, but it's the freaking truth. Like, how are you handling your inner dialogue? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's so true. It's so true. Like you, I mean, myself, you know, as a new mom of, you know, two little ones, like I have to constantly check in with myself and be like, okay, it's okay that I'm feeling this way right now. Like it's a stressful day. I'm working. I've got the, you know, the girls, I need this, this one needs that. This is happening. And I say to myself like, oh, you know, you're not being a good mom because you're, you know, not, Amelia wants you right now and you're answering an email or, you know, you're not being a present mom because Arlie, you know, is pulling on you and you're disconnecting because you're trying to handle something on your phone. And I tell myself all these stories and I do, I have to check in with myself and say like, it's okay. Like, you know, you're only human, like, and they're happy and they're fine. You're telling yourself these stories and rattling yourself only as you, no one else is telling you this. Yeah. And that's another, I'm glad that that's what you just said, because I wanted to bring up another like handy tool that I use and like some way that I'm able to constantly get real with myself is that we're constantly like facing judgment. But a lot of it is internal judgment of ourselves or judgment that we're projecting like that people have on our have about us. You know, like even when talking about when I was 15, that like I felt like I basically always felt like I was being judged and maybe those judgments weren't even happening. You know, so you're like judging yourself for being a bad mother, but like you might think, oh, if so-and-so was watching me, they would probably think I'm a bad mother, but you're the one having the thoughts. So it's actually you that's judging yourself. And that you telling yourself you're not a good mother in that moment. And I'm, I'm, I'm using your example, but like, this is something like I do too. And so I had this realization years ago that like, and when it's one of the phrases in my like line is the only judge of me is me. But what that also is like meaning that a lot of times I'm the one judging myself. <laughs> and so I had to get real with and seeing that a judgment can only have power over me if I believe it to be true. So that's whether someone is judging you and saying like, you're a terrible mom or you're, you know, whatever it is, they're actually saying that to you or you're in your mind saying, oh, I'm too fat. I'm not a good mom. I'm never going to be, you know, be successful like this. So when you're judging yourself, then you get to question and say, do I really believe that to be true? So it's again like questioning yourself. Do I be really believe that I'm a bad mother because I'm finishing this email? And if you're like, yeah, I do. Well, then, you know, okay, I want to edit my habits <laughs> or you can be like, no, you know what? I wish I did a better job, but I am a loving mother. I am taking care of my kids and I'm a business owner. And so sometimes that's what it looks like right now. So it's again, like seeing that you're the most powerful person in your own life because you're the one living in your head and controlling those thoughts. Thoughts are always going to come up, you know, without our permission. So we can't control always the thoughts we create, but you can pay attention to like what you're thinking and telling yourself and shift them and tell you, tell the thought, no, fuck off. That's not what I want to believe. 
<laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm like, fuck up. I don't want to believe that. That's great. No, I mean, it, it's so true. And you're right. We have so many thoughts. I, I read something the other day that said like over 700 thoughts aren't even our own. They come from everything we consume and see and talk to. And it's like, holy crap, that many thoughts like aren't ours. Like how many are you actually attaching to that aren't yours? And then forget like the ones that are yours that you tell stories to. Like no wonder your brain is all over the place. Yeah. So like it's, it's getting real with your thoughts. But like I said, if you're not used to doing that, it can be a different practice. So that's why it can even start with, like I said, if you're like even not in tune with your thoughts or just feeling like I can be like, Oh, I'm feeling anxious right now. Like, what is that about? Oh, it's because, you know, I sent an email and I never replied, got a response, but like, we'll go through an entire day, just feeling anxious and not even like realizing why you know, but everything we do, we have this anxiety. So like just question, oh, so even that's what I'm saying, even if you're not tuned into your thoughts, just by asking yourself, what am I feeling right now? Oh, what could that be about? Like, oh, okay. So I'm believing they didn't reply to me because they don't like me or it was a bad idea or like whatever, you know, it's like, we're constantly, so just like by asking yourself questions again, like, oh, I'm telling myself I'm a bad mom or like, oh, I look, you know, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. Then being like, great. Is this really what I believe to be true? And again, sometimes there might be some truth to it. And so it also admitting that, and, but then asking yourself, well, what do I want to believe? Okay. And so then like, you're just at least helping yourself a little bit instead of just trying to like positivity wash, you know, like totally spin it. Like being honest with yourself is the way to actually start to change your thoughts. And so sometimes we don't even allow ourselves to believe that we're having a terrible thought about ourselves because how dare I, but you're actually already having a thought to so admit it. And so then you can start to like heal yourself you know like <laughs> yes no totally and I mean so when, when you said that about you know like judgment because like we all judge ourselves and anyone that you know says they don't is just not in touch with reality because we all as you said do it we all have those thoughts and I love that your example of like having the anxiety all day but not realizing like it actually came from like one specific place and then sitting with that and actually being able to say well, this is actually why I'm anxious. And now it's tying into everything else in my world today with the judgment of ourselves, Trisha, like, how do you personally help yourself to not judge yourself? Or how do you navigate the judgment? Because I mean, the judgment, obviously external and internal is so real, but especially internal. Yeah. Well, so like using my own practices. And so it's a lot of, again, like catching that or Oh, okay, this is me telling myself I'm not enough. Like, this is me, this. And so just like trying to, again, have compassion for myself and be like, is that really what I believe? I'm saying the same things over and over, but it's like, it is really how I get through my day today is questioning myself and then asking myself what I want to believe and then empowering myself that way. But again, sometimes it takes, sometimes that can be a very fast thing. And sometimes it takes a long time to be able to get yourself like rooted over to the other side of the road or whatever. Um, and, and a lot of times that can be like showing yourself love and acknowledging yourself. So one way too, if you're like, I don't even know what to do. We're so good at beating ourselves up, judging ourselves. And that's again, like, it's also like being kind with yourself. Like that's a part of our brain's makeup. So it's also again, like, Oh, I'm so terrible. I'm judging myself again. Oh, here's this like human, you know, this is this human thing that's happening in my brain. Okay. Like, it's not like you doing it. It's a part of yourself. That's, you know, that's part of, unfortunately, the way that society has made us and also like the mechanism of our brain. Um, but another great practice to just do daily is like self-acknowledgement. I actually have 
I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but I'm probably, I'm launching a Kickstarter soon for this like daily planner sort of, it's not even a planner. It's called daily connection, intention, and um, reflection. So it has like prompts that are the same every day, like three IM statements. I want to feel this way, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom part is I acknowledge myself for. So again, even if you're not able to catch yourself in the judgments and stuff like that, or if you're in a judgment and you're just like, well, I don't know, like I'm having a hard time convincing myself otherwise, then go into acknowledgement. Like what can you acknowledge yourself for right now? And that could be again, when you're like in the moment of, oh, I'm a bad mother because I'm finishing this, you know, email. If you're in your mind, like just going to, what can I acknowledge myself for? I can acknowledge myself for being you know, a strong woman who is trying my best to be a mother and a businesswoman, you know, or like, I didn't get anything done today. Oh my gosh, I'm so lazy. I'm so this. We want to go into the negative. I acknowledge myself for taking care of myself for, you know, protecting my mental health. Like maybe you didn't get anything done today because it was like a real stressful day and you didn't feel good. Like, you know, just like I acknowledge myself for being an amazing friend. I acknowledge myself for like showing up for myself. So making daily self-acknowledgement happen as a practice. So whether it's like you do it at the end of the day or when you find yourself in these moments of like internal judgment and stress and you can't get yourself to the other side, just stop and acknowledge yourself. And it doesn't even have to be about the thing that you're struggling with but like it creates this different shift in your brain and space in your heart for yourself. I love that. And I love what you said about your um, planner or journal that you're, I love the the words and like, you know, with your reflection and everything. I think that those three words are just so powerful. Will you repeat them for the, that you're launching? Yeah. I didn't know. It's going to be called, it says daily intention, connection, and reflection. So yeah. that's, and then, yeah, there's like, you know, a set, like every page will just have the same outline, but like a place for you to come. And like, what are three I am statements? How do I want to feel today? Gratitude's my top three to do. Today's wins and joys is a space because we, again, don't often celebrate. I got a reply or my kids, you know, learned to ride their bike today. Like what brought you joy today? Or what was a win, big or small? And then daily acknowledgement is the last thing. Acknowledging yourself. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I know. So, um, this will probably be out like in the, like the you know next few weeks here so i just wasn't sure when you were um sharing it but i mean just even the words alone like, i'm like okay well i have to get one like <laughs> i love that it'll think- probably yeah hopefully it will be like live by the time this is up then i'll send you one <laughs> yeah, so cool i mean I, but i love like again I, what i love about you trisha is you really like in in my opinion from everything i've watched with you and followed with you and everything is you really try to make it really simple like you said like you're like look this is the reality of like our lives, this is our brains, this is society, all these things. So it's like, let's not waste our time on the things that we can't really essentially change overnight, but let's work on ourselves because every day, like you said, of what we do with our thoughts, with what we proclaim, with what is actually happening with us, that can actually change, you know, minute by minute, day by day. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I've worked with people at the top of the top in all sorts of different industries. And like, this isn't something that goes away. It's not like once I, you know, get to this certain weight, once I marry my dream person and we have the ideal house and the kids and we have this much in the bank account, like then, you know, that's when all worries, stress, doubts, fear, internal judgments are just going to be wiped away. Like it's a part of who we are as humans. And so being real with that, like, and I'm not saying like, you know, 
I'm always working on bigger things. Like I'm always doing things, but it's also like we have to, we're living our lives day by day, moment by moment. <laughs> so like, how are you feeling in your life and in your body and in your mind every single day while you're working on something big or while you're just trying to get through, you know, life right now? So right. it's again, and I'm not like, I'm not all the things that help you are great. <laughs> I'm like, but it's a lot of it is just like in your actual mind because you can do all the yoga, all the meditation, eat all the best things, even surround yourself with the best people and still be a victim of your own mind. Mm, that's so powerful. It's so true. Like you can, like you can buy a million self-help books and meditation and journal and do all the things. And it's so interesting you say that because I think I was in that place a few years ago before I had my daughters and became a mom. Like I, you know, was like writing down these things and like, you know, trying to manifest and I'd be like, oh, manifesting doesn't work for me. This is so annoying. And like, just like wasn't having anything click. And what you just said really resonated of like, you know, actually not only doing the work, but like actually being really real about like that, you know, it's not going to be overnight. It's not going to just be one thing you change. It's going to be everything all encompassed. You can't just like think, oh, I'm going to get this book and then I'm just going to manifest. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, and that's also like, if you want to believe in manifestation, that's great. <laughs> But like, it's not like it's going to, you know, like the only way manifestation works, by the way, for real is if you are like super dialed into your thoughts, like, cause I'm not someone, uh, I don't, I'm not crazy about the word manifestation and, and that, but I'm not saying it doesn't exist. But when I actually looked up like what manifestation is, like there's these steps and one of them is like this unrelentless, like belief in yourself, but also like that you're not allowing, you know, like you're, you're, you're basically, it is like, you have to be so real with yourself. So it isn't just let me focus on the positive and what I'm calling in in order to truly do that. You have to be paying attention to all of your thoughts and not just trying to like cover them up with the, like, I'm just over here manifesting. So it's like, again, like the key is like, you got to be real with yourself and that can be painful, but it gets easier and easier. And so you just really have to approach yourself with compassion and love and grace. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so true, especially for right now and such, such good words. And, and you know, it's like, it, it's so simple, but yet like we all need to like hear it over and over again. And like you said, just be real with ourselves. So, you know, uh, you know, wrapping this up, Trisha, with like being real with yourself and especially where we are right now, like with the world and all of us kind of being, you know, in, uncertain in a lot of ways and not knowing what anything really looks like for the rest of this year or even going into 2021, you know, uh, what would you say uh, like are some things that we can take away from you that we should be doing in our like daily practices as much as we can be to continue to grow and evolve and be real with ourselves in this time. And then I want you to share where we can, you know, find all these great things and follow you and all of that. Yeah. I mean, super, this might, you know, yeah, it might sound like everything I'm saying is super simple and basic, but it's the real truth is like making space every day for joy, especially right now when a lot of things are out of our hands. And, um, and we don't know when they will change. And so this is, and, and with that, it doesn't mean that you're wiping away everything else. Like the word and is my favorite word, I think. And it's like, you can have, you know, you can be sad, you can be worried, you can be stressed and have joy. So like 
every day finding, you know, doing things every day that bring you joy. And like, and it's you, you, because a lot of to my work is again, is like, stop looking outside of yourself and look inside of yourself. So let yourself do like, listen to the music that truly brings you joy. Not that you're like, oh my gosh, what would other people think if they knew I liked this song? <laughs> like, you know, we like judge ourselves. We steal joy away from ourselves because we're like, what would other people think about us? You know? So it's like, do I like this show? Oh no, but what would so-and-so think if they knew I liked this show? Like that kind of stuff is real. That happens to us. It happens to me still. I have to catch myself being like, if you like this song, like, like the song. <laughs> like, I can't believe this is like a boy band song and I like this. Who am I? It's like, you <laughs> So every day, like making space for joy is huge. And again, like, as I mentioned before, that self-acknowledgement thing is, is, is major. Um, yeah. I mean, if I had to say one thing, it would be like every single day, prioritize your own joy and that things are going to come up. But like, what is something I can do right now? And I could be like, again, putting on comedy, putting on a song you love, eating something you love, like, and not shaming yourself for what it is that your choice is. Love that. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, you wanted to tell me about <laughs> I oh. could say so many things. I'm trying to keep it simple. But yeah, prioritize your joy. It's so simple, but it's so necessary and not judging yourself for it. And uh, yeah, I love, I'm very active on social media at Your Joyologist is my main account. And I have a shop account too. But yeah, so I have a full product line. You can find all things me at yourjoyologist.com. Yeah, I have a weekly podcast called Claim It. Um, yeah, YouTube, I'm, I'm all the places and all the things. Oh, I also have the daily inspirational app, which you can get in the Google play or the Apple app store. And it's called own your awesome. And it's similar to things that I share on social media, but it's like hundreds of powerful thoughts and affirmations are in there. And so you can just go to this app and get a little dose of joy, inspiration, get yourself thinking differently. And, um, you can also set a daily, a timer. So like to remind yourself because we as humans forget to do things, you know, that make us feel good <laughs> and that we like, so get a, you can get a, you know, Oh, go right. Let me go check the app and see what my message is today. Uh, yeah. Cause again, it's just, and that's, I'm just very real again. Like we're humans that like being real with yourself, but being compassionate with yourself, we forget to do the things that bring us joy. We forget who we are. We forget what we love. And so like allowing yourself to trust yourself and to celebrate yourself also. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And tell us again, what the name of the app is. I'm going to go download it right now. <laughs> it's it's called Own Your Awesome, which is also, I have an affirmation deck, like a physical deck that's called Own Your Awesome too that I sell in my store. And then the app is also called, called Own Your Awesome, which, you know, that's, yeah, celebrating who you are and owning who you are. Like own, own your own awesomeness. Acknowledge yourself every day, even if you're still struggling with things, you know, like even if you don't know what's happening tomorrow, like it's like you can still own your awesomeness. Like even just a sliver, you know, if you, that makes you feel uncomfortable, like what is one thing you can own about yourself right now that you're proud of? <laughs> but yeah. Owning your awesome is really just like being comfortable in your skin. And again, it's like, it's all tracks back to like my moment at being 15 and like choosing to live, choosing life, choosing me in my life. And what did that look like for me? Amazing. I, I love that. You gave us so many 
Dempsey, Trisha, thank you for being so real, not just here, but just in your space all the time. It doesn't go unnoticed. And again, guys, check her out at Joyologist and all the things that she is sharing. And until next time, guys, cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired. 